0: Welcome to this week's episode of Title Town. How are you? How are you today, Craig?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: Stepping all over each other already. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good.
1: That's fantastic.
0: We're recording on a rainy Tuesday.
1: Yep, we sure are.
0: So we have some good stuff to catch up on from last week.
1: Yeah, let's let's go right ahead. Yeah, you want to catch us up? I sure do, Melissa. I sure do. (laughs) Uh, A lot of good baseball this week. Yeah, um, and I suppose we can start there because they're the only home team playing sports. Uh, <laughs> they swept the Blue Jays at home. Blue Jays suck, but I mean, yeah, whatever. At least they swept them. Gotta uh, beat the bad teams and split a series in Houston with the uh, defending World Series champion Houston Astros. Mm-hmm. Um, Cora
0: got his ring while they were there.
1: Oh, did he? Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Fun fact. Um, that is a fun fact. The uh, biggest news player-wise this week is that uh, some injuries starting to creep up on the team. Dustin Pedroia went back on the DL uh, with knee inflammation. J.D. Martinez left the game with back, smad- back spasms. excuse me, And Mookie Betts is on the DL with an abdominal strain. Although, offense has continued to be hot, and uh, they are the first team to get to 40 wins in Major League Baseball exciting sign. generally a good sign of like postseason success i heard some like weird advanced metrics about that on the radio that i'm not even going to try to recount right now but being the first team to 40 wins generally equals a good postseason oh run. interesting i'm sure the red sox will buck that trend yeah that's uh, no doubt. there's one thing mind. they love
0: to do it's <laughs> blow a good sport <laughs> statistic yeah uh let's move on to the bruins slash the nhl since uh the bruins don't have much going on sure don't uh, the NHL Combine was this week, and Sweeney announced a couple of players will not return. I think the most notable one, <laughs> meaning the only name people will know, is Brian Gianta. Uh There's not much going on here because the Bruins actually know how to handle an offseason keep mm. themselves out of the news. No drama. It isn't that exciting? Uh, however, the NHL is still active, and the Caps and Golden Knights are moving on to Game 5 after a Caps win in Game 4, making the series now 3-1. hmm <laughs> Bummer. I really wanted the Golden Knights to win so bad.
1: I did not know that the NHL had a combine.
0: You know what? Me either. <laughs> Until I was looking up I stuff what for that this, looks and like. there were all sorts of videos you could watch about combines.
1: I wonder how similar it is to the uh, to hockey tryouts from my youth. Probably <laughs> yeah. not very.
0: Skating with a I- But that's just pre- kind of how I picture yeah. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> um, one thing I want to note is that the Golden Knights have the most epic pregame ceremonies True. ever, and they're really setting the bar very high for themselves. And I'm concerned for how they plan on matching that next season.
1: My concern is that other teams will try to do what Vegas is doing and try to incorporate these elaborate pregame theatrics into their normal thing. No. They are setting a high bar for themselves. I hope that the NHL is just like, yeah, we're not fucking doing that. Yeah. Cuz that would be disastrous.
0: They're Vegas, like City of Shows. Right. If you go to Vegas, that's what you do. Right. You gamble, you eat food, you see shows.
1: I just have a small level concern that other teams would be like, "Oh, us too. Yeah, we can do that." Oh, People gosh. like it when they do it. Why can't we do it? I hope not. No, I nobody likes it. Hope it's no.
0: uncomfortable to watch i like it from that aspect because it's like
1: it's very strange
0: it's very like lord of the rings merlin oh, yeah. theatrical All presentation yeah they
1: do rope in a bunch of like medieval themes because yeah, it's, it's the nights and yeah. like fucking dolphins spitting fireballs and shit
0: yeah if you haven't seen it please do yourself a favor just watch any
1: it, night i think thursday night is game five in vegas just yeah. turn it on early you know you just get, get into you it you get at least one more of them yeah so uh, anyway. On to the Celtics slash greater NBA. Uh, we obviously said goodbye to the Celtics last week after they lost in game seven to the Cavaliers. Uh, we found out from Danny Ainge this week that Kyrie Irving was not on the bench for game seven. We talked about this a little bit last week because yeah. he had surgery on a deviated septum uh, known in the streets as a nose job. <laughs> <laughs> and he was at home recovering. Gordon the Hayward also had the screws and plate taken out of his uh, very broken ankle and Caused a little, a little bit of a thing this week. Yeah, I was reading a lot of like media that was like spinning it as like good news, like great news. Everybody, Gordon Hayward got the screws taken out, and he'll be back for next season. I was like, that doesn't sound like good news. Like, can't those screw? Like a lot of times, those screws will just stay in for the rest of your life. Like if they were causing pain and like inflammation and stuff, that's generally not good. But a-
0: apparently, not in that ankle surgery that he had yeah no so so this is what kind of caused the hubbub Uh is that some people were like why why couldn't they just stay in why does he have to take him out like is it pain related and apparently like where they are in that ankle it would cause just normally like pain there Mm-hmm. Because of the way like your bone rubs against it once it's sure. Refused. I mean it's not a
1: natural thing to have fucking screws in your bones. Right.
0: So it was it's <laughs> that, like that
1: adds up to me that it would be uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, it's like very normal that they were removed okay, and that okay. there would be a second surgery for that removal. Gotcha,
1: gotcha. So that was look like, at me putting my MD nutri- hat on. Yeah, no, 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 very good. Expert Thank you. expert analysis. Yes. Uh and did of course re- the- I did
0: some research <laughs> this week.
1: Of course, the NBA Finals also started this week, and the Golden State Warriors are up two games to none. Game one featured LeBron James setting a personal playoff record and I think a finals record yeah, well, with 51 points. And uh, that game w- was to be ultimately lost with <laughs> J.R. Smith running away from the basket with the ball uh, in a tie game with four seconds left. And if you haven't seen that, I don't know what to tell you, but that was one of the most epic Boneheaded fucking things that's ever happened in professional sports. I loved every minute of
0: it. Yeah, it might be my favorite thing ever.
1: Out to lunch. Uh,
0: And then moving on to our old friends, the Patriots. Gronk hosted a charity event called Buzz Off, which um, raises money to fight pediatric cancer. Very nice. He also confirmed at that event that he will be at mandatory minicamp this week. Yeah. So good news, finally. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady hosted the Best Buddies weekend of events last week. It includes a football game. Lots of people played in that. Nice. Including uh, some media members. The Globe was invited this year. Interesting. So they were excited. Uh, a bike ride and uh, some food by old Guy Fieri. Guy. So lots of fried took, Twinkies, took them to I do, imagine. Posted
1: Best Buddies in Town. Yeah. apparently.
0: <laughs> yeah, after all that working out, you got to get some nachos
1: and yeah, jalapeno totally.
0: poppers. <laughs> Mandatory minicamp starts today as we're recording, which is Tuesday. Yeah. So we should be able to see who shows up.
1: We have a Brady, se- Brady sighting has been confirmed. Perfect. Um, That's what we're looking for. I'm not for. sure about Gronk, but Brady's there. Yeah.
0: And uh, how the team looks once they're finally together will be interesting. Mm-hmm. There was some other like news, perhaps, that Brady was <laughs> working out in the bubble with some of the receivers. Yeah,
1: with Edelman specifically. Yeah, I before,
0: think. after OTA's finished, the voluntary ones and before yeah. mandatory mini camp started, which is a little bit more of like a, you know, fuck you from Brady. Just adds, just
1: adds to the weirdness that just, was the entire team working out at Foxborough and Brady also being in, in Foxborough <laughs> like, just, just in different places. You not live with the in team.
0: Chestnut Hill. Go to goddamn BC and yeah. use their facility. I'm sure they'll let you. Right. So right. you're not literally a hundred feet away from the rest of your team being like, mm, just doing my own thing. NBD.
1: Yeah. Can't be good. I mean, we're still like Early, obviously, in, like, he he hasn't missed anything that is mandatory, which is true. He's missed, to this point, he's missed things that he, he, the only thing he's broken is his own precedent to, like, show up to all this shit, so, like, I'm not actually, I don't know if you are, but, like, I'm not actually concerned so much as long as both parties, Belichick, Brady, can just start doing football stuff. Like they don't have to like each other. They don't have to like necessarily get along or agree on everything. But like the thing yeah. that has always held them together is like winning. They were the play on the field. The actual to win. football. Like that is something that they've been able to come together and like figure out the rest later. It doesn't matter.
0: You know what he is, Craig? What? He's compliant, not committed. And I just I don't care for that. Hmm. <laughs> he's doing what he has to do, what Corporate he's told takes to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what I would tell my employees too. <laughs> yeah, no, I can and hear that. And that's often in your tone. it's often followed up with a So why are you still working
1: here? Wait a minute. So flesh this out a little bit. Compliant, not committed.
0: Yeah, you're compliant. You you do what your boss is asking you to do because it's like the terms and conditions of your job. Yeah, sure. But you're not committed to the ideals of like what you're trying to accomplish. So
1: this person is not breaking any rules, therefore they're difficult to fire. Correct. (laughs) And you're saying, why don't you fire yourself?
0: Yeah, why uh, don't you make the decision? This is not... So, there's no guaranteed contracts in football <laughs> on either side. Like this is, you know, you're not it, it, like indentured here. You have the free will yeah. to it, go it, somewhere else. You're at will employment. That's exactly what it's called. I remember that. Thank you. Chestnut. I say that a lot. Uh, <laughs> so like, yeah. but if they can come back to your point, you're hundred percent, right. If they can come back, figure it out. I don't think in 18 years they've liked each other. And frankly, I don't care.
1: Yeah. But if you're yeah. both aiming no, no, no. That's for the
0: same thing and have the same goal in mind and are working you know, in the same direction, then I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, totally. And I would hope that starting now, like once he's in, that he is committed and right. not just right. compliant, compliant, not just being there. Like he's got to be the guy, or else we've just right. been fucking totally hoodwinked,
0: uh, exactly, by this
1: whole situation of him saying he's going to play till 45 and blah, blah blah blah. Like all that stuff is just bogus, and if that we should
0: tra- trade Jimmy.
1: Right, 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 right. I mean, I remember, remember that football life documentary that came out like a bunch of years ago yeah. on Belichick mm-hmm. and like there was that scene with him and Brady in Belichick's office, like watching film on the Ravens. Yeah. And they're like talking about Ed Reed and how good of a safety Ed Reed was. And it was just like to some just sort of a like sort of a generic, you know, clip of like coach quarterback looking at film to like Patriots people it was basically pornography yeah to like see them actually like doing that and like that to me is like if we can just do that right Right. like forget about Alex Guerrero forget about Jimmy Garoppolo forget about any contract stuff if like hopefully they can and just get together and watch fucking film and like be the brains of the operation that has garnered so much success over the last two decades then like we'll all be okay
0: just pick apart those other teams that's what I want be the smartest two people on the field yeah that's all that needs to happen here Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be hard for them to do it they've proven they've
1: done it for almost 20 years years. that they
0: are the two smartest people on the field just keep doing that
1: and i agree with you i don't think they've liked each other maybe never i don't care who would like bill belichick the guy's a fucking prick you know (laughs) and who would like tom brady he's a fucking egomaniac like what just a bizarre bizarre man (laughs) yeah he's a weird dude
0: (laughs) if you could hang out with either with either one of them if you had to hang out with one of them
1: yeah who uh Setting aside my like fan, I mean, I would just want to like hang out with Tom Brady because Tom Brady. But like, just like personally, I yeah. think I'd rather like drink beer with Belichick. Me too. TBH, I think he'd he seems be like, like a cynical fucking son yeah. of a bitch like I, I, would wanna, I would just want to i would just want to like people watch with bill belichick yeah. like this fucking guy yeah this fucking idiot right here look at this you know what i mean And like, it
0: would be mostly tom brady i feel like he'd be talking about him. yeah 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 <laughs> look yeah. at this guy in this white mesh
1: tank but top i mean if i could hang fucking
0: moron yeah i
1: mean but like <laughs> lifestyle wise if i could just like be alongside tom brady for like his life that'd be pretty dope no too. i
0: feel like i would get, like break an eyeball rolling them so hard at him <laughs> if i was hanging out with
1: him. <laughs> strain your muscles behind Jesus your eyes. Christ, i can't yeah, yeah, i'd be
0: embarrassed to be seen with tom brady lately oh
1: stop you don't mean that i do you're being inflammatory <laughs> <laughs> fucking hot take artist
0: no come on you want to be seen at the what was that stupid the grand, in monaco? grand prix in monaco yeah i'll
1: throw a pass off the pier fuck it
0: no i'll stand I, on I the boat and catch the thing i want to be with bill belichick in nantucket living a normal person life yeah, eating okay. 75 you keep, brunch <laughs>
1: <laughs> you keep that bar low i'm i'm shooting for uh
0: basically how i've lived my life it's been pretty okay
1: so far oh, let worked <laughs> work that let's work that <laughs>
0: Anyway, you got any other opening takes you want to get to?
1: I do have an opening take and it's been percolating all week. Oh. Uh, tell me about it. Has it has to do with one uh, LeBron James. Okay. So speaking of douches. The finals are obviously transpiring uh, between sure Golden are. State and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And Again. I find myself rooting for LeBron and the Cavs. I also have found that a lot of people in like general like Boston sports media are as well. I don't understand it. I don't really understand it either, which is why I'm like exploring this new feeling. Like, I don't really know how to deal with it. But I think it's like a couple of things.
0: I I hear you saying these words and I'm now finding myself embarrassed to be standing next to you. (laughs) This podcast is over. This is the last episode. So Craig and I aren't friends anymore. Let me
1: try to work through this emotion.
0: Please. I can't wait. I'll
1: be your therapist on this. The first thing is, you know, the parallels between Tom Brady and LeBron James, like, are many, just as they're, like, the best players in their respective sports and have been for a very long time. And, like, everybody thinks that, like, the every fan of every other team in the NFL, basically, that's been anything close to competitive over the last fucking 15 years, thinks that they're rivals with the Patriots
0: yeah Jets fans
1: think this Giants fans think this Bills obviously the entire AFC East right Eagles fans now are all on board fucking Cowboys fans and Steelers fans talk about who's got the greatest dynasty like it, it Seahawks fans fucking hate the pa- like. Yeah, everybody everybody hates, hates the Patriots, and they think that they're equals, but actually none of them. Nobody are. is. A lot of I realize this that we are in that situation with LeBron because we're like, oh, LeBron hates Boston, and we hate the. Other. It's like LeBron doesn't give a shit about Boston. Boston is a little fly buzzing around his fucking epic ass How dare because you? he's one. So much fucking more than any other Boston team has. Like, we are not his equal, right? Like, the Celtics of the last two decades are not equal to LeBron in the last two decades. It's just a fact of the matter. Jesus. So,
0: I have have take.
1: like, hating LeBron because I feel like it's a loser mentality to just be like, fuck you. I don't know. uh, I find, I just, all the defenses defenses I have for Tom Brady have just applied to LeBron James and they make sense. So, that's number one. Number two is that he's surrounded by fucking bums on his team and he's just like carrying the whole thing. And I think that-
0: Yeah, by his own choice.
1: Well, so that, that you just blew, you fucking blew my whole (laughs) uh, third point, which is, yeah. So he's surrounded by bums. And I think early career LeBron would have like shut this fucking down like and not cared. He would have quit. He would have seen the ceiling yeah, and the ceiling is not winning an NBA championship. And so he would have just fucking quit. Like I was actually impressed that he played- the way he played in game six and game seven against yeah. the Celtics, like yeah, breaking his ass last week. yeah. just to get to the finals where he's almost guaranteed to lose. Right. Right. Like why, why bother would be a one perspective. Yeah. Sure. And like, he actually sort of impressed me in the sense that he's like, well, not, he hasn't said this verbally, but like with his play, he seems to be answering that question by saying, why bother? Then why bother is because you fucking play to win. You don't just shut it down just because you're not going to win. And like in the beginning of his career, I think he totally would have. Yeah. And now it doesn't seem like he's doing that, which I think is cool. Okay. And I also don't like Golden State. They're kind of fucking smug, and it's starting to annoy me. Like I really like Steph Curry, but like well, they <laughs> they feel <laughs> no fear of losing. They're so
0: yeah. Why should they? I know. How I'm not, are not they saying it's.
1: Lose? I'm not saying that's an irrational feeling on their part. It's just it's annoying like you're a lion to watch. And
0: you're like mad at the lion for not being afraid of the gazelle. Like it's yeah. gonna win. Uh, well, not what mad it be at the lion, of? but if you're it's gonna root for of one, it's the king of the
1: jungle. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Lions. Yeah, I guess so. I just find myself watching these games and being like, uh, I, just, I never fucking root for like such front runners. You know what I mean? Like, There's no chance that they're going to fucking lose.
0: Sure, and I think in many other contexts- Can't root for
1: that. I would
0: typically cheer for the underdog, yeah. i.e. I want the Golden Knights to win and yeah, not yeah, the yeah. Washington Capitals, even though every sport statistic in the world would tell you that a franchise team should never win- the NHL expansion finals. Expansion team, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. What did I call it?
1: Franchise team. Oh, it's yeah, fine. Expansion. Keep going. We're on a yeah, it's roll. It's
0: fine. It's fine. But then I I don't look at LeBron as an underdog.
1: Well, it's weird to view him that way. but like- I
0: can't do it. He is the his own GM and has set himself into this position. And like, I'm not gonna feel bad for you that you're the underdog now. Like, fuck you, you made bad choices. Nobody wants to play with you, i.e., Kyrie is yeah. here now. Or at least and nobody you, that
1: has a spine and right. some talent. And so can you take need it to like else.
0: look inside and say, why does nobody want to play with me? I wonder why. And maybe it's because you say things like, and I legitimately heard a quote from him this week, where he talked about having he's been playing against the odds for years.
1: Oh god. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were
0: a, like Ronald McDonald All Star your entire life. People have known who you are since you were a sophomore in high school. You are not playing against the odds at here, no my point man. Were you
1: playing against? You him. have been until like right now.
0: Yeah, right. This maybe this one game yeah, or game yeah, yeah. one with J.R. Smith running away with the ball is mm-hmm. fucking stupid. But like, you haven't been clawing your way to the top. Yeah. for years and years and years, you've just been at the top mm-hmm. forever.
1: Yeah, you're not. You're not Isaiah Thomas right. running around, you're not <laughs> like, scrapping five nine. Like, like I'm scrapping, trying getting to keep in there. your job in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You're not. That's
1: he- your point about him being surrounded by bums of by his own actions is totally true. That's I. So, so, how can you
0: cheer for that? I felt
1: myself like feeling a little bit bad for LeBron, and then I kind of had the realization that like the the reason he's surrounded by such crap is because he he runs all the talent out of town who doesn't right. want to deal with him and the people who see themselves as close to LeBron's equal. I e Kyrie, right? Are just like fuck this guy.
0: Hey, you're calling me little buddy
1: and boy yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. Like
0: get the fuck away from me, bro. And you're his, old.
1: LeBron's off the court stuff. Anytime there's a microphone in, I, in his face, I, I just can't. I can't. I can't, I can't to deal it. with the douchery. It's so it hurts. He he's incapable of not like talking about himself. Like he will be asked a question. Like after Game Seven, I watched like all the post game stuff because I just wanted to wallow for yeah, a little bit. You're a masochist and he was asked a question like directly about his team. LeBron, tell us about how your team has helped lift, uh, lift you guys to your fourth straight uh, NBA championship or whatever. Uh, eighth straight, whatever, whatever it's been. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, like, you know, we've been counted out all season. And I, ever since about midway point of the season, like I had my mentality shift and I decided that I wanted to like, he said, like squeeze the, squeeze the orange. So there's no juice. It's like, you're, asked about your team and it's i this and i that and i decided that I, it's like
0: yeah he can't stop can't himself. even
1: take a question of, like that is just like literally softballed in there to say like yeah the guys played great they all stepped up like i couldn't do it without them like we're proud to be here or blah, blah, blah. like it's just generic sports answer giving credit to your teammates like yeah. c- incapable of doing it. so i can't get behind any of that just the play on the court i've just like feelings i find myself pulling for the guy i i don't know I'm i all, don't i don't know what I, to make of I, it I,
0: I'm like Speechless By this Turn of events Yeah By you
1: I'm, I'm surprised well, too Well
0: folks Don't worry I'm not cheering yeah, For LeBron this is hard, I'm a real Celtics hard fan Hard against LeBron And I don't cheer for LeBron Unlike Craig Who's apparently soft <laughs> <laughs> And I
1: don't support it I just I don't know I just Oh, uh, We'll have an get, intervention Right after I this I can't get behind The Golden State thing I think Short pants with a suit Is something that should be uh, You know More accepted in society about <laughs> we'll get to that later uh did anyway. you have any opening takes this week melissa
0: yeah do you want to talk about something that uh appeared in the news yesterday
1: yeah yesterday and bleeding into today as well yeah I think. so
0: yesterday being monday june 4th mm-hmm. today the Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, I just shuddered as I said that. Uh, we're supposed to be attending the White House, as you know, championship teams often do. We got to see the Patriots do it last do. year,
1: reliably always every year do. for like always I don't do. know when they, they started doing that, they but like, do it. yeah, the fucking ping pong champion was like shaking <laughs> Richard Nixon's hand.
0: That's Forrest Gump. How dare you? Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's not actual history.
0: <laughs> Got me. How, how dare you besmirch Forrest keep, Gump's good name. Going. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. So always do. You're correct. Yeah. Not sometimes. Uh, but the Philadelphia Eagles were very unceremoniously uninvited yesterday.
1: Uninvited is the word.
0: <laughs> and the president kind of wrapped it in this idea of patriotism and that, you know, with all this anthem stuff going on in the NFL, he didn't want them there. When the reality of the matter is. Many of the players were choosing not to attend the ceremony, which many players from every sport have in the past not gone to the White House ceremony. In fact, Tom Brady didn't go last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the Bruins won, Tim Thomas did not attend Notably, yep. to meet Obama. So it goes both sides He's of the a aisle. right-wing
1: he... wacko who is not down with
0: Barack. Bunker in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Crazy person. Locked and loaded. Anyway, but only about 10 players from the Eagles were planning on showing up. Yeah, and this to that was
1: reported also by Adam Schefter, who's generally Very reliable with this yes, sort of stuff, yeah. said, yeah, a small number like less than 10.
0: Yeah. We're planning on going to the ceremony. And we know that the president has a uh, image perception Narcissism? <laughs> what I
1: call it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's out of bounds. No
0: biggest crowd ever at his inauguration. We've all seen the pictures and we know that might not be factually accurate. Yeah. Um and so I think that he is using this idea of like protest and patriotism to kind of cover his own ego and his inability to handle the fact that he's not the most popular person Mm -hmm. in the world anymore. And then you shared with me a very interesting fact earlier today, and that is that the Eagles, in fact, actually didn't have anybody kneel. No
1: kneelers. During the year. They've got a lot of people who are like down with the cause of the Muellers. Like Malcolm Jenkins, most notably, is one of the most vocal voices on that like players coalition. All into Black Lives Matter, like Colin Kaepernick, Ally, like all all that stuff. Supporting the cause. totally on that side of things. But just as it happens, no Philadelphia Eagles at any point during the regular season or postseason this year knelt during the anthem. Not a one.
0: Which if if any of you out in the audience are Fox News listener or watchers, Mm. uh, that might be a surprise to you because when they reported this story um, they chose to show in the background some images of Eagles players kneeling. However uh, that kneeling was occurring during like a prayer circle or maybe just when they were on the sideline like between plays. It was never actually during the national anthem.
1: Yeah and I mean they're rightfully getting ripped for that right now. Not that anybody who fucking watches Fox News cares but like the rest of the world who like is a little bit more, has, has a little bit more of an objective viewpoint on like the world. Yeah. Uh, is like, yeah, Though that's just t- like so disingenuous, so dishonest to like roll tape footage of, yeah. yeah, of Eagles players kneeling for unrelated reasons while you're talking about the anthem when you're talking right. about disrespecting our flag and our military and all that stuff and it's like the insinuation obviously, is right. that they were kneeling during the anthem, which they absolutely were not. And even if they were, it doesn't make sense to take offense in that manner right. to what they're doing. But they d- 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 that's it's, even a separate argument right, for a different day. that's not day. even what
0: they were doing. Like, it's not even about whether you agree with the kneeling at the anthem or not, because they weren't doing it. So th- whatever side you're on, like that wasn't what was happening in that footage. And I think it's such a misrepresentation. And for it to come out, like the poor eagles were just... They won the Super Bowl. It should be super exciting. They chose not to participate in this event of going to the White House. And now they're getting like dragged through the mud on Fox News. And they were like, we didn't do it. Yeah. We, that wasn't us. Like, And it's not that they don't support the cause. They just chose not to show it in that way. In
1: that way that had proven to be sort of divisive and 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 largely sure. misinterpreted. And um, probably a
0: decision they made as a team. And I'm yeah. sure there was some like
1: not an accident conversation
0: no and communication about it. And a lot of teams chose not to do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, from the statement that was, uh, from like the white yeah. house press release yep. that came uh, last night, Monday night, it says they, That's about the 11th Eagles, hour. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That too. It was like 10 or 11 o'clock. Yeah. Um, they, the Eagles. So reading now from the press, the, the press release. They, the Eagles, disagree with their president because he insists that they proudly stand for the national anthem, hand on heart, in honor of the great men and women of our military and the people of our country. The Eagles wanted to send a smaller delegation, but the 1,000 fans planning to attend the event deserve better. These fans are still invited to the White House to be a part of a different type of ceremony, one that will honor our great country, pay tribute to the heroes who fight to protect it, and loudly and proudly play the national anthem. I, the president, will be there at 3 p.m. with the United States Marine Band and the United States Army Chorus to celebrate America america <laughs> which is like what
0: america fuck yeah
1: actually the point is to celebrate the eagles but uh, okay yeah. and, I, and i think the 1000 eagles fans who like bought the tickets to go to dc yeah. to watch the eagles in dc meet the presidents are, are are much more invested in the eagles being there
0: right than then, they are in
1: celebrating america which and the is the marine
0: like, corps band playing.
1: yeah right yeah because three doors down was fucking booked apparently but like i just donald trump long ago realized i guess that he could win a lot of arguments by like invoking patriotism i've listened to this podcast a little while ago about how he like went about building some of his golf courses oh and like was it trump cast he no uh i think it was embedded yeah it was embedded and how like he built this long story short he built this uh, uh golf course in southern california and there's this like local ordinance in southern california that said you can't Erect a structure that obstructs somebody else's view. Sure. Because these are like properties on the beach that are very valuable, and if you like put up a big fucking thing that you right. know obstructs someone's like water view, that like destroys their, their property value. value. Yep. So he fucking gets this golf course and makes his golf course and puts a like gigantic, ridiculous, massive American flag on it, and the town's like, "You can't do that." And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you hated America."
0: <laughs> so he's been doing this since before he was the oh, president. Yeah, oh
1: yeah, yeah. This is like an old. This is like an old trick of being like. You must hate our military then if you don't want me to obey the law and uh, take down this giant thing I just put up. So anyways, that's basically what he's doing here. But it's like, it's, it would be baseless even if they were kneeling and they weren't even kneeling, which is just like, oh my Ugh, God. It's
0: just so infuriating. Yeah. And
1: at the end of the day, it's just a crowd size thing. He didn't want to be there. Right. He didn't with, want to be embarrassed. With 10 fucking white dudes. Although I don't think he would have cared that they were all white, to be honest. No, he would have preferred It's Donald that. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. He would have felt much more safe. Um, <laughs> and it's it's he just didn't want that to happen. So he pulled the plug and blamed them. Don't
0: you think it's just like inciting further next NFL season like these things just keep happening as we're getting closer and closer and closer to the 2018 season and you kind of wonder like I mean some owners have already come out and said that like they'll pay the fines if their players get fined and you know they're gonna allow them to do what they want and I think it's just perpetuating the story more and more of like the NFL versus Donald Trump yeah which is a bizarre story to be happening in any country for any reason like that a pro sports league is fighting the president on this like topic that at the essence everybody agrees on like support the military be patriotic that's no one is saying that no one's saying they're just saying like we are supporting the military and being patriotic by protesting and he's just saying no you're not no you're not yeah (laughs) exactly like no it's like wait that's not an argument
1: yeah and it's weird i I think the owners the nfl owners are in a unique position because at the end of the day we're talking about 30 rich white guy billionaires yeah, who are probably Trump supporters in the sense that like Trump they want is lower taxes. good for rich people, right? you know? So if you're in that fucking tax bracket, you're probably a fan of at least what Trump, uh, what Donald Trump is right. offering from an economic standpoint. But like, obviously the owners are nothing without the players and the players, you know, I think with yes. good reason are like a lot of them are opposed to the things that he's done, said and continues to do yeah. and say. And, And it's, like, I think the the owners made an ally of Trump for, you know, money reasons. But, like, they're kind of now having to walk between both worlds because, I don't know, they just... Obviously, like, the players have a different stance and they have to appease both somehow.
0: Right. You can't let the people that you employ be so angry and, like, not want to play because you're definitely not going to make money then. Like, the NFL is talking about losing money because you know people are boycotting because of the kneeling like well let me tell you how you'll lose more money is if you have no players that yeah, want to play right exactly that you will lose a significantly more money that way yeah. that's just basic math <laughs> <laughs> i can't do Yeah, that, apparently but
1: i i mean i uh i don't know it's crazy i could not believe when i saw that news come out that he was just like calling yeah. off the whole thing just this standard sort of like nobody even really cares about it outside no. of like the team i remember when the patriots went last year i I was annoyed that that's all the coverage was about on radio that day. Like, I, I, I'm a Patriots fan. I didn't even give a shit. Right. You know it what doesn't, I mean?
0: It's not an honor to us as the fans. Like, what do I care? Yeah. It's kind there? of like,
1: a you know, they'll like throw a couple jabs in there and there's a little, some like self-deprecating humor, like whatever. Sure. It's like this like pithy speech right. and then like they take a picture and everybody goes home. It's like this meaningless thing. But now it's like hugely significant that he canceled it. Like,
0: do you wonder what will some like we're about to hit? The NBA Finals is happening right now. The NHL Finals is happening right now. Like, did those teams go? What does that look like?
1: That is a good question. And,
0: you know, racially, two very different
1: sports. Oh, for sure. From like Yeah, a, I mean, the the NBA is like 80 to 90% black and the, the NHL. NHL is yeah. probably 99.9% white. <laughs> yeah. Um, but
0: I wonder, like, will those teams that win follow suit with the Eagles? Like, will they not go or...
1: Yeah, I wonder. I, I, I feel like I heard a report somewhere out there that Steve Kerr, the head coach of the Warriors, had yeah. said that they wouldn't go if they won. So, um, I mean, I would
0: believe if anyone was going to say it, I believe Steve Kerr would. Yeah, be the he's one a to wicked liberal. It. He doesn't Very care. outspoken
1: yeah. um, about all this sort of stuff. I mean, there's no like corresponding, you know, issue like the kneeling right. in the NFL. Like you just wonder that has if they no would stand, stand with, like, oh, I think stand the NBA with the Eagles definitely would and
0: say like, no, screw you, you uninvited the Eagles because of this thing. And so we're not going to come either. Yeah. And like, now you're not, you're going to be the president that has no pro sports teams come to celebrate at the white house with you.
1: I wonder the caps would be an interesting one. Like let's assume the caps are going to win. Yeah. And like
0: the NHL is where it gets more to me, more interesting because like I could see that the NBA siding more with the Eagles, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: they've like come out and like said as much. Right, it's not even like that b- b- uh, much of an interpretation. And so
0: many of the um, hockey players aren't even American. So like, oh, right. What yeah. do they fucking care about totally. going to the White House? I mean, if
1: like about half of them are North American, and then right. like it, probably seventy five percent of that d- group is well, Canadian. Let's just
0: add another layer in. If the Capitals win, they are the washington dc yeah team. they're already there yeah, like, totally. they're in ta- they're the in-town team yeah. what do they do that would be really interesting that's gonna be the interesting one Although, led by on, a I
1: russian I no less
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe putin will be like you better go <laughs> go bring him this note. i bet
1: you alex ovechkin has a credit card in his wallet that it just like is a putin card and just comps all expenses all the time <laughs> it's
0: just a picture of putin shirtless riding that horse <laughs> yeah, on it totally it's like the
1: in his locker
0: make your own Mastercard or whatever
1: um yeah anyway. that'll actually be that'll be yeah. an interesting thing to watch how does how do like other leagues with other mixes of people from other backgrounds how do they respond if they respond i mean they might just yeah they be might like just do their own thing the nba will be a, an interesting one though yeah
0: because i the president will the president can't help himself he will talk about it he yeah can't oh, just let it course. go under the rug of course he will and blame also them.
1: The, the nba finals will be won by either kevin durant or lebron james right. both of whom were in that like little commercial a few months ago where uh that fox news woman the shut up and dribble comment
0: oh yeah yeah, that yeah. was both yep. of them
1: and that's fox news which is basically yep. just an extension of the president himself anyways yep. so like that yeah uh, that'll be interesting well
0: we'll see what happens
1: yeah we sure will all right you want to rip some of these uh other things
0: yeah i do So oh, it's been 72 years, 1946 specifically, since the Red Sox have won 100 games in a season. Do you think this is the year that it might happen again? And are you shocked it's been that long?
1: Uh, So that's a Red Sox record, right? Not Correct. a baseball record. Correct. Just a Red Sox record. Yeah, I'm a little surprised it's been that long. The Red Sox have had a decent amount of good regular season teams in that yeah. time.
0: They've come close. Uh, they would say They won I'm 99 shocked. games.
1: Uh, but it's longer than I would have guessed.
0: Yeah. If you had um, asked me the last time they won 100 games, I probably would have put it.
1: Within 25 years yeah. or so. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like with around, probably around the 2004 season.
1: Yeah. I mean that some of those teams, like 04, 07, like those teams yeah. were a fucking wagon. Definitely um, not World War II. I don't think uh, <laughs> that they'll do it this year.
0: Oh, really? I'll
1: play the odds on that one.
0: Oh, shit. You're taking the under? Yeah. I think they'll do it. Yeah. I think this is the year that they make it happen. Yeah. You think they're going to have some dog days this summer? I
1: do. I think they, right now their record is mostly based on their 17 and two start. Like, you know like they're still sort of
0: 41 and 19
1: yeah i'm not saying the record is bad i'm just saying that like the fact that it is like historically good like like pace settingly good across major league baseball is mostly just based on the fact that they like ripped everybody's faces off coming out of the gate and they've played a normal percent above 500 since then
0: yeah they're at like 685 right now yeah i'll take the under okay thank
1: you very much uh, here's how. a story you might have heard about Melissa yeah uh, more Philly fucking crap <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers general manager Brian Colangelo yep. is uh not yet fired I don't believe but certainly on the hot seat after it uh came about that his uh fake Twitter accounts were exposed to be run by he himself uh and he was using these fake Twitter accounts to like basically like defend his own moves on Twitter amongst uh Sixers fans yeah god help you and also sharing like some privileged medical information about injuries and stuff like talking shit on Joel and B talking shit on Ben Simmons how they should have performed better about it on Twitter so I guess my question to you is do you have any fake Twitter accounts and (laughs) would you ever elect to just fucking muck it up with Sixers fans on Twitter or would you rather literally die
0: um I don't have any fake twitter accounts yeah
1: that's what colangelo said too
0: because i'm not creative enough to do that (laughs) i don't even use my real twitter account enough it takes i can't even follow a thread i'm like lost on twitter i had someone explain a twitter feed to me the other day (laughs) um and i would not mix it up with sixers fans simply out of fear that they would hunt me down and murder me (laughs) in my own home so brian colangelo braver man than i would be yeah anyway let's go back to baseball sure i find this fascinating the yankees and espn are having a disagreement right now to the point that the Yankees are talking about boycotting ESPN and like not allowing their games to be shown on ESPN. I don't know if they're allowed to do that, yeah, me but either. it's stemming from the fact that the Yankees have had a shit ton of rainouts already this season. And so they have a double header that they have to play on Monday, July 9th. ESPN has now flexed the Sunday, July 8th game to a night game. So they would end up playing three games within 24 hours. The Yankees and the team that they're playing, BTW, who's the same team who I haven't heard any, I haven't heard talking about mm-hmm. it yet. But anyway, um, do you think ESPN has too much control over their schedules? And are the teams and leagues too beholden to them?
1: No, I don't think so. They have the Sunday night game and they can basically choose to like flex anybody into that spot. Yeah. And anytime baseball players whine, whether it's players or teams or whatever, whine about the schedule, it, it, I, I can't. I can't get on board with that why because it's baseball <laughs> it's so easy it's standing around way more than half the time or sitting you're sure. either for the most part in the game of baseball you're either standing around scratching yourself or sitting on a bench you can do that for three games in a 24-hour period also it's like nobody's fault like the rain happened but new York. i don't the know pitching? what to tell you what about the pitching
0: you don't have enough bullpen just figure it out why don't you play the doubleheader on sunday
1: great question
0: you know what i mean I you better for ticket sales too
1: they'd probably still bitch
0: i was like kind of on the yankee side when i started this and now i'm like no, wait, no i'm not tell me shut not. up now just play a one o'clock game on sunday play an eight o'clock game on sunday and play a normal monday night game at seven o'clock
1: i don't know what to tell you dummies these people aren't as smart as us
0: no i just figured it out like somebody get the yankees on the phone <laughs> i got an answer for you
1: uh Morons. switching gears yeah. back to football Anyway. Clay Matthews, the long-haired gentleman who plays for the Packers, uh, will need to have surgery on his nose after getting smashed in the face with a comeback or during a charity (laughs) softball game. Apparently, he was pitching. He was. Should players compete in these sort of charity events that involve actual real sports? And if you were a GM or a coach, would you allow it?
0: I think they shouldn't. Hmm. Because after their career. Because it disrespects
1: our military. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, because I can't monitor what they're doing during the National Anthem. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I think it's a risk. Like, we even saw one of the reasons that they say Gronk didn't want to come to OTAs was the risk of getting injured before he signed a new contract. Right. And I think particularly if you're a football player with a non-guaranteed contract, that's a big risk. To, like, what if you blow out your knee running the bases? Like, mm-hmm. stupid injuries happen. How many players have we seen, like, playing pickup basketball get hurt? right Aaron yeah, Boone great example
1: classic Aaron Boone example um, yep
0: and, and so I would if I was the GM I'd be like nah dude don't do that like put on the event be the face of it yeah, yeah, get yeah. lots of people excited maybe you're the manager but like don't put yourself literally in harm's way we you get your face smashed in right before a minicamp, mini camp where like you need to start training and
1: stuff yeah I just feel like if you're a professional athlete your body is so constantly being like abused yeah like you're constantly working out you're constantly running lifting doing all this stuff that like you could get injured doing anything at any time sure but you there
0: know? you're doing it like for your craft and for right. your work this is like you're you're yeah. just risking i it. don't mind it you're more ch- generous more liberal
1: with my uh charity <laughs> sports
0: um stupid lebron that we talked about earlier he did wear shorts to game two they it was a short suit
1: yeah picture a regular shoot excuse me picture her regular suit but with like instead of suit pants they're suit shorts
0: and like high scrunchy socks oh yeah dress socks with high tops
1: were there high tops oh i thought they were dress shoes
0: no i think it was sneakers either
1: way not a strong look
0: (laughs) what is the question exactly no i don't really have a question i just wanted to remind
1: everyone what a she is yeah i mean i can't defend them on the suit shorts i just can't
0: yeah you're all team lebron i just wanted to bring it to everyone's attention not on that he wore a suit shorts. The
1: men's suit is not suit. broken. You think you LeBron that at- shop <laughs> trying to fix it? <laughs> yeah, you think
0: you get that at Milton's <laughs> store for men?
1: I think he made it himself.
0: You think he just got like a 30-inch inseam <laughs> they just became shorts on them. <laughs> they got like a 38-30. It was like, what the fuck? All right, I'll do it. <laughs> anyway. Uh,
1: so speaking of uh, that series, yeah. uh, after game one of the finals, the NBA finals, there was a lot of finger pointing and blaming going on. <laughs> there sure on. was. The Cavs had uh, a timeout at the end of the game and they didn't use it. Uh, as well as, of course, J.R. Smith thinking the game was tied yeah. and running away from the basket when he had the opportunity to just stuff at home and win. Right. Um, If you were on the court when J.R. Smith grabbed that rebound and ran away, would you have had the foresight to call a timeout? I've been thinking a lot about it since it happened. Put yourself in the shoes of, say, Rodney Hood. (laughs) Some random (laughs) Cavalier.
0: Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about it because there's been all this talk like they had a timeout. And even... There's LeBron yelling at Ty Lu. Why didn't you call timeout? Because by the end of the four seconds, you see LeBron try to call timeout. And no, my answer is no. I wouldn't have had the foresight to call timeout because I would have assumed I was wrong. I would have been like, I thought we were tied. Aren't we tied? Isn't it tied? And by the time I figured it out, oh, it would have been late. over. It's, it's Four seconds is yeah. not a long time to be like, I think I'm wrong. Am I wrong? I thought we were tied. We're not tied. Like, what's happening?
1: Yeah. I think LeBron realized it in the amount of time that a normal person yeah. would have. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh shit, timeout. Yeah. Ah. Right. <laughs> like, that's and the we were probably also like,
0: got. what's happening? Yeah. So they yeah, weren't yeah. looking for someone to call timeout. Because right, right, they right. probably also were like, What? Where are you going? Yeah. What are you doing, dude? Not you're not winning here. Anyway. Next. Oh. Oh, back to football. Yeah. Maybe you've seen this in the news. I sure have uh cassius Marsh, marsh uh marsh yeah cassius marsh that's what i meant to say <laughs> autocorrect got me there cassius marsh uh went on record if you don't remember he did play for the patriots for yeah that was the tattoos
1: guy with the crosses under, crosses his under eyes. the eyes yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: anyway cassius marsh yeah who played for the patriots once upon a time went on record saying that he hated playing for the patriots because it wasn't any fun boo-hoo Uh, It then came out this week that he actually was a big baby and was (laughs) cut after having a hissy fit in the locker room about his playing time during the halftime of the Mexico City game. So to rephrase that, Mexico City game at halftime, he threw a Gatorade bottle across (laughs) the locker room because he was mad that he wasn't playing enough. They
1: were up about 25 to 3 at that point too.
0: Yeah. Uh, Does this show that Bill still does have control of his locker room and that the Patriots way is still going strong?
1: Hmm. Interesting question. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it shows it one way or the other, but I'll tell you what. I got no time for Cassius Mars. I don't give a fuck what that dude has to say. Because number one, he sucked. Number two, he got his ass cut for throwing a, uh, The details of why he got cut yeah. are, came out this week in the hissy fit in Mexico City. And number three, I have no time and no patience and no sympathy for professional athletes complaining about not having enough fun. You literally get paid, in some cases, millions, in some cases, hundreds of millions, in Cassius marsh's cases, hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars to play a game. Right. Don't tell me that you're not having enough fun as a regular ass person with a regular ass job. Right. That you're not having fun. I got no time for that. Screw Cassius Marsh. <laughs> not having fun on the Patriots has been a successful formula. Yeah. I'd like them to stick with
0: yeah, it. Yeah, stick with it. Ugh. Anyway,
1: go ahead. Due to a uh, court proceeding involving peyton manning some documents have come to light that indicate the man himself uh that he was in fact using hgh does this change your opinion of him and will he still make the hall of fame and why do you think steroids are more accepted in football than in other sports
0: yeah i heard i heard this topic of conversation this week i do think he'll still make the hall of fame yeah (laughs) i think there's this weird thing in football where they almost take the like well you served your time so it's okay. Mm. Root to things because so it came out through like it's actually interesting. It's through discovery of a like
1: pretrial type. Ship. Yeah,
0: it's a whole weird thing. But it basically Peyton's lawyers in of it themselves basically were the ones that ended up saying that he was using the HGH, not so simply as that, but that's what you can extract from what they said. And it made me think like someone like Peyton Manning, who was like top of his game, best of the best, has tons of endorsements. Like, he's known for his commercials now. He won't lose any endorsements. He'll make it to the Hall of Fame. He'll continue to be celebrated as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. When you look at someone like Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens or Mark McGuire, and they're basically shunned from the sport that yeah. they helped put back on the map. Like, those power years, you mm-hmm. know, for late 80s through the 90s up through the 2000s, really kind of rebuilt baseball big years for baseball to what we, for sure. we know of them today and it's just such an interesting disparity between the teams and the way they treat or the sports and the way they they treat their star athletes when these things come to light after the fact
1: yeah yeah it, it's baseball is its own separate category of how they deal with peds it's so sanctimonious yeah um and the other sports kind of take this approach of like, yeah, I mean, everybody's doing it. Like, you, you know, get caught, it's like you're driving get on punished. the highway, right? Like everybody's speeding. Right. Uh, no one's getting pulled over for doing 70 and a 65, but if right. you're doing 95, you'll probably get pulled over, right? right?
0: Like, But you're not going to lose your license the first time. Yeah, you're just going to yeah, get a yeah. ticket. And so, baseball basically is like, you can never drive again. We hate you.
1: Yeah. It also doesn't surprise me that, I mean, I already knew that Peyton Manning was doing HGH. He got it fucking delivered to his house. And <laughs> attention to anybody who watches sports, any player in any sport yeah. who has the greatest season of his, or I suppose her career at age... 38 right. I think after ben you're manning was neck vertebrae yeah, fused after your together. Yeah, fucking spine gets fused to your neck. Like Blah. anybody that does that is on something. And honestly, I think that's fine. I think HGH should be an accepted. HGH isn't really steroids. It's actually not steroids at all. HGH right. just helps people it. heal quicker.
0: Right. Per- I love also.
1: HGH. I'm all about HGH. HGH isn't illegal. People take HGH for all sorts sure. of shit all the time. They should be all about that crap to get their star players back on the field quicker when yeah. they get hurt. But anybody that denies Peyton Manning using HGH, I think is a fucking idiot. Yeah. Personally. But, anyways. <laughs> well, but, uh, record-breaking season. He broke Tom Brady's 07 uh, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown record, record yeah. as a 38-year-old man. And if anybody watched him the following year, the year they actually did win the Super Bowl, and he threw, it looked like he threw a football, like he was throwing a full can of paint.
0: Yeah, he was like Frankenstein out was there. Because that
1: was after all these allegations came out, and presumably he fucking Stopped. dropped a juice. Right. And it literally looked like he was throwing a fucking brick brock osweiler came in and won fucking like four yeah. of those games that season yeah you had to yeah so fuck you peyton
0: <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the day we now like sort of LeBron, root for lebron kind of hate peyton still yeah i'm on the yankee side about the espn thing this That's is a weird episode this is not this going is a fucking great weird we have episodes. lost our mind and we were on the philadelphia Eagles Fly
1: side Eagles. <laughs> anyways yeah let's get the hell out of here then yeah we better follow Regals. us on twitter i
0: don't know <laughs> or instagram yeah follow us on twitter i won't know what the fuck's happening so Hope go so ahead and talk to craig on twitter
1: all right uh, listen to
0: us on itunes iHeartRadio,
1: all those places all that those you would places. normally find podcasts yeah
0: mostly just tell people
1: uh yeah please tell a friend
0: that's the best thing you can do if
1: you want some confused uh, sports takes once <laughs> a week where are your guys yeah we
0: got you covered
1: uh okay cool right. see you later
0: bye